Peace, y'all, and welcome to another episode of the Humble Loser Podcast. I believe it's episode five. Um, yeah, it's been it's been a couple of weeks. It's been a couple of weeks since we've uh, since we recorded. You feel me? First, I want to start the podcast out off by um, shouting out our viewership on YouTube, um, shouting out all the people who listen to us on the various um, DSPs. Much love to y'all. Much love to everybody tapping in. I'm gonna start on a sad moment by saying. Um, Rest in peace to my cousin, little Malcolm. Actually, it was my little big cousin, little Malcolm, you feel me? R.I.P. Tootie, you are loved, you are missed. Um, and yeah, we're going to keep on pushing for you, my guy. Um, yeah, I don't know. This, it's the energy of this podcast right now because we ain't did it in a couple of, in a couple of weeks. And I'm ready to go. I'm yeah. ready to go. Like I'm, I, I, We were just joking about it. I was like, man, this, this episode might reach... Toxic masculinity <laughs> levels today, it's like flirting with, with the line, like you know, when the Hulk got stuck in the gamma radiation <laughs> and shit, like that's what this might be this week because uh, it's been a minute. And you feel me? The gyms are open, the gyms are open, my testosterone is at at, at, at peak levels, <laughs> just <laughs> so gotta work out test, in. Just gotta work out in. Testosterone is at peak levels, and I'm like, man, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to talk about a whole lot of shit. And yeah, so how are you feeling, my I'm guy? I'm good. I'm good. It's been a it's been a little longer than our usual break in between, and that's uh, the benefits of that is just there's some stuff to talk about, like in media uh-huh. and just things that have come up. Like yeah, just in general in life, so I, I think high it's, haters. We back from high. We're back from high haters. <laughs> back from high haters. Yes. Yes. yes, that was a bar. That's a bar. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, but definitely, 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 it, it, it's a little break. But you know, sometimes the little breaks are are needed. Yeah. You know, the little breaks are needed because you don't want to, you know, get to talking about everything everybody else is talking about. And uh, man, it just made me. I, like I said, what's the gym? What's once Jim, once Jim BB comes out, then um, <laughs> totally it's charged up. A totally different animal. It's you feel me? Once, all charged once up. A, you feel me? I'd, I'd had all my multivitamins today. <laughs> He's got the the daily I'd had my protein. I'd had, I'd had my protein. <laughs> it's ready to go. So I think we're gonna start with the 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 thing that shocked the little internet. You feel me? Most recently, and that was uh, Jeannie Mai. Um, saying that she, she wants to be submissive in her marriage. And I hate, I, it kind of, it's like kind of like beating a dead horse because every time the word submissive drops and it's in relation to the black community, black women go crazy. You know, they go crazy. They're like, ah, oh, I, I can never be submissive. What the hell is this girl talking about? And there's so many layers, in my opinion, to this Jeannie Mai um, shit with her saying that she's going to be submissive. I feel like it's, um, oh yeah, here comes the tie. I'm coming in toxic already. <laughs> like, um, like I feel like there's layers to it. Like it, just Jeannie Mai being an Asian woman saying that she would be submissive to a black man. Yeah. That was a layer that yeah. kind of triggered a lot of black women, in my opinion. Yeah. Even though they, they're they going to front and say, no, nah, we don't care. We don't care that um, Jeezy and Jeannie Mai are a thing, which, which is a lie. But um, like, I feel like that's a layer. Then whenever I finally asked, whenever I got and I, I asked the question, because I don't just go off half cocked, even though 
I, I am that guy some of the times. I am the maverick, you feel me? I do come out shooting some of the times, but I ask the question before I, I um, start rambling and throwing my, um, my, my ideas out there. But I asked a lot of black women, I said, hey, you know, why is submissiveness a problem amongst black women? And some black women said, um, um, said, you know, because of years of black women who were submissive, that got taken advantage. That's a problem, you know. Because that's let's be true. Let's be clear. Black women can be submissive. I'm. We're gonna get rid of that. Um, what do you call that? That myth. Yeah. We're gonna get rid of that myth right here on that pod, on this podcast. Yeah. That black women can't be submissive. That's a lie. Black women 100% can be submissive. I've seen it. I'm pretty sure you've seen it, Jared. Um, so we're gonna get rid of that myth. But um, the thing that really um, what the hell am I trying to say? Because I'm, <laughs> I'm just going. Oh, okay. The thing that I'm trying to say is, yeah, um, the whole problem with submissiveness whenever black women hear it. And the thing is, and I, after the women gave their definition of it, yeah, um, and how they feel about it, and one one lady's response stuck out to me the clearest and it made the most sense and I shared it with you and and whenever it comes to fellas who whenever black men some I'm gonna say ignorant ignorant black men say oh black women can't be submissive no this lady's response made so much made so much sense to me she said I'm not going to be submissive to any man that I feel that I am superior than and and the dare said that's problematic, oh, but yes. that but that made sit that makes sense to me. And maybe she she didn't need to use the word superior. Yeah. Maybe she could have said that you know it's not comparable or competitive. You know I don't know. But in my mind, whenever I perceived, I said you know what that makes perfect sense because if a man she comes in and she feels that are she feels that man is high value. He 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 provides. He's a stand up dude. He, he, he takes care of his business. He takes care of her. Then she's going to submit. I've seen it. No. You feel me? I've seen it. Uh, let's be clear. How many men have been in relationships where they, they've gone back and forth with a woman and then she gets with this other dude and she's like, the perfect girl. You're like, what the fuck? What the fuck, what the, what the fuck was this? You wasn't this but that's because she, she felt that you were not on her level. She yeah. felt that you that she was superior than you yeah. that you weren't contributing enough that you weren't handling your shit. Yeah. And that's the sad truth. That's the sad that's the way I looked at it. But going like I said with the genie mind situation, I think a lot of black women took offense that this was an Asian girl mm -hmm. saying that she was going to be submissive to a black man. Mm -hmm. And I know y'all going to kill me. But that's the way that's the way I felt. Cause I'm like, who cares? You know. Yeah. That, at I the mean, end of the day, in a relationship, you're gonna be some. Oh, I'm gonna let you go. Well, I'm gonna say this, and then I'm gonna let you go. In a, in a, in my opinion, this is my take. In a relationship, we you both take turns being submissive, and I think a lot of black women who say, "Oh yeah, I'm not gonna be submissive," they are. They are been. They are being submissive. They have been submissive. They just don't have the proper definition of it. Cause. 
Submissive basically means being obedient and, and ready to serve. And there's been, how many times have you been obedient and ready to serve in your relationship? Your right. girl asks you, hey, can you cook for me? And you say, okay, baby, I'll cook for you. That, at that moment, you were submissive. That's what being submissive it's is. It's that simple. Right. So if I tell my chick, hey, hey, girl, go ahead and cook me something. And she says, okay, baby, I got you. She was just submissive. Right. But I think, I think though, there's this connotation of uh, being submissive in a relationship. I mean, because the eye is always on... The eyes always on the the woman in a relationship. Yeah. Um, within any demographic, it's it's always like, is the woman submissive? Is the woman submissive? And primarily, you do see that discussion yeah. in the African American, the Black community, um, women being submissive in a relationship. And I think that I don't know. I think that that word makes it very. That word itself incites rebellion, like yeah. submission. I'm sorry, you think submission, you think like, somebody choking you out. Yeah, you're tapping out. You're giving up. You're yeah. giving up control. You're getting. But, 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 um, I there is. I I think like I don't use that word because of that connotation. But I, it, when represented correctly. Yeah, I think that that's something that is, you know, it's a necessity for both the man and mm -hmm. the woman in the relationship. The issue is that there's no there is no spotlight on the men's submission. And I think that's both because uh, often men tend to submit, um, I think, more frequently uh -oh. it's just it's, <laughs> i mean being a hundred percent honest it's it's like a running joke about you know happy wife happy life, life. like yep. that's all oh, like men tend my to toxic masculinity to wreck off <laughs> i'm gonna bring it back but i'm gonna just say like it, no it does it it's it's more of a, a natural thing and yeah. like i've found myself you know being that i've I've witnessed it be that like we're yeah men we're we generally and I'm not saying in all cases there are outliers in every you know sample um mm -hmm. but but uh what was I get going with that with men um I think that I do think that we do it more instinctively yeah but then we also are dealing with the idea that the leader of a household a that there is a leader in a household, mm -hmm. B, that the leader of a household is automatically determined by gender, in this case yeah. being the male. And um, someone had posted something that, that really struck me as like, aha, there it goes, was yeah. um, this person saying like, you know, you're, you're raised to have this male leader in a household, but everyone's not a good leader. Mm. I mean, we work in a workplace. How many people are cut out to be, even some of the people in leadership positions, they're not good leaders. Being a hard worker doesn't make you a good leader. Being, like, even being invested doesn't necessarily make you a good leader. It is a culmination of a bunch of different things, which is why the structures of relationships, they mm. have to they have to vary. It does, I don't believe in this whole science of... Not to cut you off, but this this is something that just came to me, and and it really tripped me out because you said you know we're not we're not good leaders. Yeah, something that doesn't make sense because I'm a, I question everything. When you're in a relationship, there's supposed to be a leader. There's supposed to be an alpha. Oh, I, I make all the decisions. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and all that shit. But whenever you split up with a person, they call it, and and you guys have children, they call it what? 
Co-parenting. 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 Happening Why can't while you co-leadership exactly. in a relationship? And and there are different structures. There there are that, you know that just baffles because that's like okay, so when you guys break up, you guys are going to co-parent and you're going to respect each other's leadership on different sides of. Of, of, of this thing, but when you're in a relationship, you it's can't one co- person. Yeah, you can't co-captain. Exactly. You can't co. You can't have co uh, team captains. And I think because of that that stupid trope, I'll call it stupid. Yeah, that stupid yeah. trope that a man man is supposed to automatically be this leader, decision maker in a household. You have a you have a lot of men, um, like a lot of women submitting to men that aren't equipped to lead. You have a lot of men playing the role of leader through pressure of that trope mm-hmm. and they're not equipped to lead. And so making bad decisions. Making bad decisions. Yeah. And realistically, I just look at a, a even in business terms, look at a relationship. There are sole proprietorships. You're an individual running your business. Mm-hmm. You make your you're single. You make your own decisions. Yeah. There are corporations. Your 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 business decisions are made based on you know outside stockholders and like a whole bunch and of board, outside a board, factors, a board, a board of people, yeah. Right, and so if you make some wild decisions, they come back and they, they check your ass, right. like you vote your ass off. Some people's relationships are run like a corporation where your family, your your uh, your traditions, your have so much input yeah. on what's happening in your. And then mm-hmm. there is, in between there, is the partnership. And I believe that the standard relationship, like what we most often are seeking, is a partnership. And for yeah. a partnership to work, like that dual submission. I think it, people are lit, uh, holding on to this antiquated thing, and they really don't want it. Yeah, they, re- they, they really they, feel they, like, don't. they be like, oh, I'm the leader of the household. But in reality, behind closed doors, you are, you're really just a co-leader. You're still running shit past your wife. Your wife is still running shit past you. She may make, she may make decisions in this area and you may make decisions in this area. So the, 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 you guys hop in and out of the pilot seat. Yeah. And that's what, I think that's what people really need to know is that it's not like you're flying the ship at the whole time. Just like, and I'm going to move this, move the conversation forward. Um, just like Jeannie Mai said, she used this term called saying that she's an alpha female. We're going to dive into that shit earlier. Cause I, I, that's, I mean, we're going to, we're going to get to that, but she used the term that she's an alpha female. Basically, she's just a, a, a chick. That's a, a boss. Who's very educated. Who's, who's built up a business who handles her own. And she does, and she has to make this decisions in her day to day life. But whenever she comes home to be with her husband, she doesn't want to make all the decisions yeah. at home. Yeah. That's to me, that's, that's just cold. That's the very definition of, of being a cold And that's their structure. If yeah. that's how they want it structure and it works for them, yeah. then so be it. Like it's not a victimization of in that case, it's not the victimization of any one particular so, gender in the relationship. So I think it's just this when we talk about submissiveness, it's just people using this ignorant ass I got a solution idea of uh of this ignorant ass idea or this ignorant ass definition yeah. that everybody else has, they really don't know what it means. Like you said, very antiquated. Yeah. Like my here is my my take on this. What could be done to prevent that? Um, I mean, and this isn't a cure all, but just at the base level, what you affirm in in relationships in your life, the things that you say, positive or negative, have so much value, so much energy towards. Yeah. Instead of calling your 
significant other, your girlfriend or your boyfriend or your, like get more into the habit of referring to them as your partner. Partner, yeah. Just at that yeah. very base level. Like we're gay. That is my, yeah, yeah <laughs> like we're partners. That means the, the gays have solved it. They've been solved it. That's why the that's why the <laughs> thing. Oh, you, oh, you are we so don't have no, we, don't, we don't have an editor, so that shit is saying. <laughs> partners, call your significant other your partner because you are partners. You guys it's run this, you yeah. figure things out together, you make things work together. If you figure that out, how to be a partner to somebody. What could what could tear that apart? What could tear that apart? Yeah. So I think there's this dude that I watch on YouTube, and he said the the, the most perfect thing. Um, instead of asking for submissiveness, which has a bad connotation to it, just like stop like saying nigga. <laughs> which we all do. I mean, yeah, I mean, well, with the er, you know. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. You know, no, yeah. The hard no, er. That's not. Cool. Yeah. Like, say cooperation. Yeah. Cooperation. Because exactly. exactly. you're co-opting with this yeah. person. Say, you know what? I want a woman that, that's going to cooperate. Yeah. And I said, you know what? That's a better word. That is a better word because we really got to get rid of submissiveness. Cooperating. One, because I'm tired of fucking covering it. I'm tired of, I'm really tired of saying, getting on here and having to explain what the fuck submissiveness yeah. means. Yeah. The real definition. Yeah. I posted on my page and I was like, bruh, like, Y'all got your own definition of submissiveness, and it's really you—you were you being controlled, baby girl. It's you were in a controlling—you were in a controlling relationship. You weren't in a submissive relationship. Yeah. You were being controlled with yeah. a leash that's and a whip. That's, that's not submissiveness. Yeah. yeah. You were being controlled and manipulated. But the verbiage is important. Cooperation. Cooperation uh, is way better. Um, um, compromising. Yeah. Uh, like words that that insinuate that we are coming to together. together. Yeah. And coming to mutual decisions and actions with one another because 100. we're partners. Exactly. I want co. I want cooperation. Yeah. You know, I don't need you to be submissive. I don't need you to jump on one leg and bark like a dog. And if you don't know where that's coming from, uh, then you're too young for this yeah, podcast. Yeah, you need to bone yeah. up on some good Eddie Murphy. But anyways, but yeah, going forward. Um, so Jeannie Ma used this term called alpha female. And I, I've been hearing it a lot. Even whenever I was asking women about submissiveness, and they were like, "I'm an alpha female. I don't submit to nobody." Yeah, <laughs> you, you yeah. like, you like yes. how he, he yeah. when he does the alpha female, it's like yeah. a wrestler. I'm an it's Amazon. Like, I'm an Amazon. <laughs> I'm a, I submit I'm, to nobody. I am Wonder Woman. I am Warrior. You feel me? Like <laughs> I'm an alpha female, and I'm like, God damn, man. <laughs> As a man, we can't have shit. You know, men were alphas. You feel me? Now all of a sudden we gotta share that shit. No, I'm shit. just joking. You got I'm, just, share I'm just joking, y'all. You can't see my smile on your eye. <laughs> I'm really just joking. I'm being an asshole. Oh. But yeah. So I really wanted to break down the terms. Like, how, I'll say now all of a sudden y'all are alpha. Now, oh, they're gonna show our shoes. <laughs> so now all of a sudden y'all are alpha females. And I was like, Everybody's now it's a term now. Everybody's just in that. I'm an alpha female. I'm kind of like whenever men used to be like, I'm an alpha. Oh, yeah, and, uh, I live two. I live two two twenty, and and I yeah, and I, I uh, beer, and I, I, just, and I, I chop hate, trees down with the hatchet. I and, hate the alpha. Yeah. the whole alpha. So mentality. now we got every female talking about their alpha female. 
I'm gonna say this with love. Not all of y'all are alpha females. Some of y'all are betas. Just like I said with the men, some of y'all are betas. And it's okay. Be yourself. Be yourself because you're not an alpha female. You are not closing six-figure deals. You 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 you're not standing on your own. You feel me? You don't run a corp company. You're not, you know, a multimillionaire. You just you just cool, you know, and that's fine. That's you know, that's okay. We don't all have to be our alphas, our leader of the pack, leader of the pack, and you feel me? We don't all have you know, yeah, no, so, I, sometimes. Now, if you're a competitive female, that's cool. Because, I mean, we're all competitive. I'm competitive. Jay's competitive. You know, if you're a competitive, strong woman who goes for hers, that that's what you are. Yeah. That does not mean you're alpha. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. It doesn't mean that you're shaping culture and doing all these things. Yeah. You, you're just a, a competitive, strong-willed female. And that's, that's perfectly fine. But yeah, no, not not all of y'all are alpha. He's not feeling the alpha. No, I'm not. I'm not. The only reason why I'm not feeling the alpha female term is that it's it's overused. Yeah. And now once they say I'm alpha female, I'm like, yeah, no, how? I mean, we can all how sway? Want... I'm an alpha too. Look, look at me. Look at me. I'm an alpha too. It's yeah, right. Like it's. I think it's not a a bad thing. I think it's something that's a cool thing to seek to attain. Yeah, that's what you. But. They can't just be handed out just like with a with a yeah. man you with any gender just to sit there. And I'm sitting on my yourself. couch and, and tweeting. I'm exactly. alpha female. Like, like I'm on my couch. Yeah, I'm that. No, I'm that. like no. What that's are you doing? How, that isn't how. It you works. don't even work out twice a week. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even work out twice a week. What are you talking about? Your alpha female. He's giving like what? Stop. A blueprint. Stop. <laughs> You don't even work out twice. You don't even drink water regularly. Stop. Since you're not even bossing up on your health. Exactly. You're not even following the instructions in that Vito song. What's that Vito song? You ain't even getting your credit score right. You ain't going to get that degree. You're not focusing on me. You ain't doing none of it. How? Stop. I'm out, Oh, he is. He needs credentials. I'm ladies. alpha. Yes, I need proof. Just like you guys need proof from these men when they say they are alpha. Like, show me. Yes, really. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, I'm alpha. I'm, I'm alpha. Like he's Wolverine or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Alpha. Oh, <laughs> Drop me in the snow. I'll come back. Run on the pack. Shut the fuck up. Shut your ass up. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where you're getting sweaty talking about this bullshit. Shut your ass. You don't shut your you ass. Drop me in the snow. Drop me in the jungle. I'll come Bear, back running a line. Bare skin pelt. Yeah, really. <laughs> at their mama house. That's <laughs> Alpha. Alpha. Stop that shit now. But anyways, you know what? It's cool. It's a cool term. It's a cool oh. term. Just like alpha was a cool term, oh, and that god. shit died down. Oh god, yeah, kill that term. I, yeah, I just, yeah, I just, yeah. Stop chasing that. I, yeah. Honestly, it's just make sure you're a complete, strong, well-rounded, yeah. mentally stable man. Yeah, because there's tux- make sure you are a complete, rounded, mentally stable woman. Right, exactly. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. there's toxicity in that. Term, Big so. emphasis on the mentally stable. Yeah, Yo, bro. That's real. the key. That's the biggest thing that's biggest the most, your mental your spirit like getting all that in in alignment yeah. oh that trumps everything so. not even your damn best self i'm out female 
I'm out. You ain't even your best self. Yeah, like you ain't bringing even a self. lot of toxicity yeah, into best self. situations. Yeah, yeah, nah, you better, yeah, yeah. I don't feel that. Nah, y'all, that I'm time. watching y'all. I got my eyes on y'all. You got <laughs> turns. Where's your card at? Where's your AARP card? <laughs> to believe that he didn't shoot Megan Stallion. I, so that is some Jedi level here's, mind fuck trickery right there. But did I? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, but did he? No, I. here's my thing. My thing has never been, because I, I personally believe he has something to do with it. I think he did it. Yeah. But I do also believe in the process, like we can't ever get to the point to where, unless there's video evidence, when there's video evidence of things, then we're talking a different case. Yeah. But when there's no video evidence, I can't. Th I don't think we can ever get to the point where we're immediately just saying guilty, guilty, guilty. Like yeah. let the process work itself out. I do think the dude is guilty, but let, if there was a video of him shooting, why are we having a trial? Just like these police shooters, why are we having a trial? It's on camera. What are what is the trial about? Yeah. Is this a justified shooting? Fuck that. So. My whole thing with Tory was that people, stallion is is kind of dangerous looking. I'm not that. <laughs> let, 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 let me stop before we can cancel before we even get to the same. I still do music. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> have me having all kinds. I of love Megan Stallion. Beef. I love Megan Stallion, and now that I know she's in the short niggas, I might have some things going. Shoot his shot, but not that. <laughs> No. no, never. So I'm, but, a, I'm from Oakland. We'll never do that. <laughs> but no, I honestly, honestly, I think that the dude is likely guilty. Yeah. I think that there's nothing wrong with him making a record. Say it's his biggest platform. He's a, he's. This is why you know who he is. Mm -hmm. I don't see anything wrong with him making the key. A record. A rec he didn't make a record. He made an album. An album. That's that is where the line is drawn. He made an album. See, okay. See, I gave this good example to a young lady who's still defending Tory Lanez. Who is still defending Tory Lanez. Celebrity is strong. Yes. Celebrity yeah, is the celebrity is strong with this one. Wow. Exactly. He's a Jedi. He's a straight up. He's a Sith, actually, because that's what he's <laughs> bad guy. But anyways... There can only be two. Yes, is he the master or the apprentice? Shit, he is the master. He's the master. He, 
got some motherfuckers defending him. <laughs> I was like, what? What Torin did it, bro? Anyway, okay, so this is this is the this is the example that I gave to a young lady because I believe in due process too because of the legal system. That's just the American way. And uh, yeah, you you are innocent until proven guilty. Yeah, exactly. One hundred percent. So, but in in the social social eyes, bro, in the eyes of people, sorry, you have to explain to us what the fuck is going on, Tori. So the thing that made Jay Z's not guilty record so cool, you feel me, yeah. when he got to talking about what happened in that nightclub and mm -hmm. all the things, is that he was actually found not guilty. Yeah, yeah. So. We, we can say, okay, nah, that man beat the case. He can talk about it. He can make a good song about it. Yeah. Even though the song sucked, in my opinion. It but was. he still... Yeah, not guilty. guilty. Yeah, that was trash. That was trash. <laughs> but, hey, you talk your shit when yeah. you're... You, when, hey, when you... Whenever the facts back it up, yeah. you talk your exactly. shit. Exactly. So, that's the example I gave to the young lady. I said, hey, look. Jay-Z didn't make that terrible song until he was found <laughs> not guilty. You feel me? Yeah. So... In my opinion, Tory Lanez should have at least explained it or at least waited. It was a little more vague than he. Than yeah, he, it was like, like just, I'm like gonna do use the platform. He literally used. It, he literally was rapping internet memes. Yeah. Like, how did you get shot in the foot? And did yeah, you get one like, yeah, like hold up, like be. This is your 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 the opportunity time. to be on the nose as possible. Like we tell want, me what we exactly. want you. We are like trying to help you. We're like, yeah. well, maybe you're. Maybe he didn't do it. Like, yeah. Look, we're helping I, you out because we don't want to see want it to be that right. bad. I've I've seen literally people put together a whole sequence of events of a gun struggle and her being drunk and sounds like an episode she, of Empire. Yeah, I'm just like, and she doesn't remember, and she was too drunk to remember, so she's just saying that he shot her, and but she he didn't pull it. It's like, look, none of that. None of that. Let's be real. Yeah. I can't imagine she shot herself in the foot. The other person that was there was like a friend or family member of hers, like yeah. a cousin or something. I don't think like likely it he's the one that pulled the trigger. I like that's my opinion. He has all opportunity to fight it because he's been officially yeah. charged. Charged, yeah. Like and that was another thing that I was saying. I said, why hasn't the DA Charged him with the crime. They're but waiting for that terrible yeah, explanation of like, the album. They're this like, is this shit wasn't fired enough, bro. Right. For us not to charge you, we're and charging for, your. We're ass. charging, and and for for me, it means no. They have them dead to rights because that means the DA was sitting back building a case. Mm, yeah. They like to make things bulletproof. This is like you got caught stealing at your job and you get suspended. They're building the case. They're looking yeah. at that camera. Footage. Yeah, they, they need this to be bulletproof. So I feel like with the charge, he's likely. Yeah, he's did it. He, he did it. Like he that's it. And that's my opinion. I am not Judge Jared. Like, so like that will be decided in court. But my, in my opinion, he is guilty of that crime. So. I did not waver black women. I was on your side the whole time. See? <laughs> Protect black women. Protect by all costs. Oh man. By all costs, protect black alpha. women. By all costs. Go on and drop them just, in the snow. Just, just alpha behavior. <laughs> just always. Just never wavered. I said, protect Meg the Stallion. Protect black women. Elect me in 2020. Oh. <laughs> Alpha male of the Elect year. Elect me in 2020. I I I never wear. I said this this is a fuck shit. He did that. But yeah. <laughs> But the only problem that stemmed from this, because we're going to move past it, 
Tory Tory Lanez, Mexican Stallion. I hope you know your your prayers are with us. Hopefully he moves past this. Hopefully they don't dock him with a whole bunch of time. Hopefully he learns his lessons. Hopefully this is me being serious, y'all. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I joke a lot, but this is me being serious. That hopefully he comes out better. He learns his lesson. Yeah. He does a redemption Definitely. tour like CB and really airs it out and really confess and talks about it and not try to like say that he, he didn't have no involvement and, and puts out these records where he's like kind of denying it even though he did do something so yeah. hopefully and hopefully he, he he's he gets on the path on the road to same, redemption and same for for megan yeah hopefully, like this is a traumatic thing mm -hmm. people say oh he it's a barely an injury or like oh yeah now, his trauma now so, that's some fuck shit that i can't get bullshit. behind i would like, never say that that your safety when your safety is put in like it's even if even if she didn't get physically pierced by the bullet it's still it's still trauma. traumatic it's somebody yeah. shooting at you it's like take it from me right. it's traumatic getting somebody shooting at you <laughs> <laughs> Shit, even if they're shooting in your direction right like, it is like that that's that's pts that is yeah. yeah you, you can yeah. try to bury it as much as you want it's like yes. people that get their house broken into even if you, don't you feel weren't safe, there, yeah. you, you've compromised their feeling of safety. That you've feel done dangerous. a horrible crime to a person, and feel like, shooting. Did this robber sit on my couch with his ass right. cheeks? Yeah, like you. What did he do? Did he brush yeah, his did feet he with my toothbrush? Sleeping in my bed yeah, like Goldilocks? Yes, really. Like no, that's real shit. So like, yeah, hopefully um, she's able to recover yeah. from the trauma of everything that happened to her. Because regardless of who pulled the damn trigger, it. It definitely hit her. Yeah. She's definitely a victim of gunshot wounds. Yeah, it's and more than a physical wound. That's yeah, basically what we try exactly. to say. It's more than it's a physical wound. Yeah, it's more than so, a physical wound. It's a, it's a mental one. Yeah. And it's, it's definitely a, a mental trauma that how we do you hope feel, How do you feel about the actual album, though? A Tory Lanez album? <laughs> See, okay, so look, I'm controversial. <laughs> I think it would have been all good. I think it would have been a, it would have been some of his best work mm -hmm. if he would have just held on to it. Mm -hmm. He could have removed that one record. Yeah, he could have removed that one record. And if he would have waited till all this shit was over and dropped this and dropped it, maybe after it's, even the the court case after he was charged yeah. and everything, it's actually a pretty it was solid would have been project. some of his best work. Yeah. And if he would add a couple of redemption, this is me just talking as a music yeah. snob. So please don't put it get get it as me being on the side of Tory or whatever. Yeah, I'm on the side of music. Yeah, this is a piece of artwork. That this is, is a music podcast some yeah, of the time. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, if you would have dropped this like after all this bullshit happened, we would probably be singing his praises as one of the one of his best works. One of his best works yeah. and one of no, he a, did a great lyricists. He did his thing yeah. in a lot of he showed a lot of diversity he and range, showed a lot yeah. of man, he I yeah, I said this on Facebook. I said it's always he, since he dropped it at the time he dropped it, it's always gonna have the stain of the Meg the Stallion yep. situation. Yep. And that's why I said I wish he went and dropped. It. I wish I like I don't know who was in his corner that told him well he's gonna drop this. He's yeah. independent now because I know if he was on that's, the label they would be like they would have they were like no. little little lucky lucky charms nigga are you tripping? Yeah, like your no. your Instagram is is on hiatus right now. You're about to not make There's, any statements. Like you are blackballed. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So for yeah. him to drop this and like I said i think that is fine for him to use the platform and the in the, yeah. the the intro track was uh what is it money over fallout fallouts yeah and i think that by all means if you want if that's the route you want to go and you want to throw that out there as an individual track 
By all means, I'm not going to say that it's going to be well received by everyone yeah. or not. But if that's how you express yourself, the one track, the one track is what I'm giving a pass on. Or what I'm saying it would is is not ill-advised uh, necessarily. Yeah, That's a, a matter of perspective. But the whole album and, it, and because of the theme of it, the connotation of it yeah. and what it's associated with, every time you touch on anything related, mm -hmm. like the the people that had negative things to say about you on Twitter and all that, like everything just brings back to that negative connotation and yeah. that wasn't working in your favor. See, that's, that, see that, the thing about him dropping the whole project about this is that people are going to come back and they're instantly going to remember, oh, this song was about the Megan Stallion situation. Now and even forever, 10 years past. It's always going to be yeah. that. It's always going to be That's that. That's why so I said he shouldn't have did it. Bad, it was a bad decision. And that's just me thinking like as the, a music buff. Like, the the one wanna... track, drop that. I'm not even saying drop it at, on, on streaming. Plus, drop that as a like a mixtape, like a, a YouTube, yeah. Lucy, little yeah. SoundCloud, you know, track. If you want to get your artistic expression off, like, yeah. but you've associated that project with this dark thing in your, yeah. in your life. Smudge like, on your record. This basically. is the biggest smudge on your record, record and yeah. you have made this project directly synonymous with it. That yeah. project is not gonna get the and all that Daystar so. album is about Megan Stallion. That's and all you people named say it your name. Yes. Like this is that that album rightfully side, side note, any oh well you're probably about to say the same thing I was about to say. Any album that you put your name on is oh, supposed to be it's supposed to be the fire. one like yeah. I you have I have yet to drop the Jared out. It yeah, that's happen. too much. That's it's too much. It's so much riding on that yeah. because you are saying this is your identity, this is your representation. This yeah. is like that he should he did that so long. This is what this is one of the uh, examples of yeah, maybe you shouldn't have been completely independent. It sounds yeah. to me like you do Somebody, need some or you should have had a a, a person that that can vet these things and that you run your ideas past. Exactly. That trust, that's going to be real. Be it's real, not, gonna be not a yes man. man. Yeah. Be like, hey, Too many yes yes yeah, drop that. The Daystar. Like, oh, you, you're, you uh, your what a waste. He's got such a dope name for an yeah. artist. Daystar. That is his real name. That's his real name. He didn't even have to be Toy Lane. <laughs> right? Like, Daystar, yeah. What a waste. That was a waste. Yeah. Sure. Sad. So sad. <laughs> Now, on the Bryson Tiller, who stepped on this man's oh, once again. My <laughs> lord. We Bryson are Tiller, you see Bryson Tiller waited five years. Look, let me get this joke off. Bryson, <laughs> Bryson Tiller waited five years to drop an album exactly like one week after Tory Lanez dropped it. Was it one week or two weeks? But yeah. He, he decided to step on his release once again. Yeah. But, anyways, yeah, let's get into it. So, Bryson Tiller dropped um, anniversary, his, his, his new album, Anniversary, five years after dropping uh, Trap Soul. Yeah. Trap and, Soul. Uh, classic. J Jared Thurston here. I'm using this full government. Wants the to full tear government. This, wants, oh. to tear this, wants to tear this project apart. Oh, yeah. I and, and this is coming from a place of love because I'm a Bryson Tiller fan. I'm going to let you get your slander off. I'm going I'm to get the truth. So. <laughs> Or correction, asterisk, I fixed it. Uh, <laughs> so here's the thing, like I am I am into Bryson Tiller's sound, his music. I have been a fan since Trap Soul dropped. The, mm -hmm. This dude is super diverse. He's got like, I like him for the same reasons that I like The Weeknd, like as a singer, like the cleverness of the things that he says and like the way he goes, it's like almost like he's a rapper, but he's not. And then he, he 
jumps in and out of the the, the whole genres. Um, so with this album, and mind you, we got two projects from uh, good old Tiller this year because we got the Trout Soul Deluxe version release, which yeah, is like it was beautiful. It's and those here's two, the thing: those two, those three songs were worth it. And that's the thing. That's this is I like when when artists know know their fan base. That he knows that his his is his his magnum opus, and yeah. it, it's his it's his first official album but it is his best yeah and he knows that so it's like yeah i don't mind artists playing to their strengths and he just added like a couple tracks and it was cool it was fine like but the problem is the other project we got is the anniversary uh album and it's a 10 track it's really barely not an ep it's a 10 track album and that's the structure of albums these days i don't mind that it doesn't need to be a super long experience. I don't mind it if it is. I don't mind it if it isn't. Mm -hmm. um, so my issue with this album is statistic, like looking at it versus Trap Soul. Uh, what was the other one? Was um, note? Is it a note to self or was it note to self? I think it was. I believe it was. And then there's Anniversary. This is the artistically not even close to as good as the other, especially Trap Soul. And it, I'm going to say why. So going through the album, and I play, I like to, I I immediately saw a Drake feature. I jumped straight to the Drake feature. I felt oh. guilty. I felt guilty. So I, I went back and I played it all in sequence. That was a Melvin verse. That was Drake. <laughs> That was that was an email version. It, it definitely was. Oh, it definitely it was. was. But but here's my problem. Um, the first song, as you start the album, this is that's Tiller. That's yeah. his the energy, the vibe to it that he was going in on that. That was I loved it, and I, it got me excited. I was like, okay, look now, this is the ride we're ready for. My God, does he just dredge through the next three <laughs> tracks of the most like boring monotone? Just like who who signed off on this? These were clearly tracks that were just waiting, like maybes for that deluxe for that trap so deluxe. These were maybes for trap so the like his storytelling. I'm not even telling him to change his his themes or anything. I get it. You have the same the same themes. I, you're still, I'm not over you, you're not over me, or I'm the, I don't know, cool guy off in the distance, and I'll effortlessly watch you fall for me amongst your lame-ass boyfriend, or something like, he's got the same, I don't mind that, do your thing, that's your niche, but those three tracks leading up to Timeless Interlude, oh. those three tracks are so forgettable, boring, just yawn music for him, I'm grading him off of his standard not off of everyone's standard, mm -hmm. for Tiller's standard. So boring, timeless interlude. Again, you pick it up. These things are, they're placed so yeah. strategically, first, middle, end, because, so you pick it up and timeless interlude is, it's brilliant. I like, it's a replay track. You'll yeah. go over it and over it. It's well done. Uh, and it again, has a classic Tiller feel. He's clever in it. He's got his sing flow thing going. Then again, you gotta go through with like three tracks of just boredom and and just there's one that he's just singing in it. I swear if you if you put a picture of a, a goat 
next to the while this was in front of you while you heard this song playing you would immediately imagine a goat singing it and you would not be able to get that that out of your head it's just he is not doing his best work here and for this to have you know the official album stamp on it i just feel like this was just dropped because it's an inactivity, you know, amongst the, the the whole industry. And it's like, let me just throw out some material. And I have a Drake feature to make this look real official. Now you get to the song with Drake on it. Um, this will be my second listen because I did skip to it <laughs> initially. And it's not the best track, but it is, I think that it, it has the, for the second half, the latter half of the album, it stands out the most. It's It definitely stands out the most. And I will say it is a mail-in verse by Drake, but I still think that Drake is the highlight of the song. Like, I just feel like Tiller, it almost feels like he has, he's in a slump creatively. Like he can't figure out anything new to talk about, which is fine, go ahead. There's, rappers have their niche. But he also can't figure out creative ways to present the same story or present the same subject matter. He, it's just, it was a snooze. And I'm talking about a 10 album or 10 track album that felt like it took forever to get through because it's just like, all right, Bryson, like, you guys miss each other. I understand. I get it, but I'm bored. Oh, I'm bored. Of I can this. take no more of this. <laughs> I'm coming in. I can take no more of this. He's got this okay. rice and oh. his Tiller cape. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tiller on. man. It's on. <laughs> Can't talk about one of my favorite artists. And I love him, right? He's dope as shit to me. Bryce and Tiller, you are a, you, you are a gem. <laughs> you. No bias here, yeah. right? <laughs> No, I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna be objective. I start with the love. I always start with the love, and then before I get to killing, <laughs> Bryson Tiller, you are a gem. You are what? Is, what do you call those things? You are a. Um, uh, 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 oh, I don't even know the word. You, you are a gem. <laughs> you have gotten me through some of the, my toughest nights. <laughs> my toughest nights, my God. Some of my toughest nights. <sighs> so I say this with a heavy heart. Anniversary was underwhelming. Thank, thank you. Anniversary was underwhelming, but thank it you. wasn't as bad as 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 my co-host was saying. <laughs> my co-host murdered you. I'm just gonna I'm gonna say with love as as a, the ultimate Bryson Tiller fan. I'm say with love. You feel me? Um, years go by was you know it's, it seems like it was the um, kind of like starting off like picking up where Trap Soul left off. Oh yes. So to me. The overall message to me was growing apart. You feel uh -huh. me? Grow, get, at, reaching success and growing apart from the people that you love and having to separate. Like, that was the overall message I got from the album. That's why I related to it so much. Plus, I like sad songs. I'm yeah. people 100. No, me too. I, I love sad songs. Definitely. Even on that trash-ass Big Sean album, whenever I listen to um, everything that you're missing, I'm like, oh, yeah, Big Sean, I, you're talking, you're speaking yeah, to I, me. I love this You're speaking to me. Because it's real. It feels real. Yeah, I love the sad songs. So that's probably why I enjoyed this album because he, he had quite a bit of sad songs. And um, like he said, 
Um, what should I kill first? I'm killing the Drake. I'm killing the Drake feature. Yeah, going straight I'm, I'm assassinating that Drake feature. That was trash. <laughs> trash. The song was trash. They didn't sound like they were on the same page. They definitely didn't sound like they were in the same studio. They didn't. They didn't. Drake sounded like he was in Ibiza. You sounded <laughs> like you were in Cincinnati. <laughs> like, boy, that was big trash. I was hella mad. I was like, them two names together. Been, I've been waiting for yes. that. I've been waiting for I was for like, that. oh. When and they then, announced it, I was like, this is going to be the record the of the year. The Tiller Weekend uh, Rambo remix did not disappoint. Oh, yeah. I, didn't so, even, I don't like the first Rambo. I'm going to keep it 100. I don't like the first Rambo. Weekend does his thing on that track. And so, like, and that's another collab that I w I've always been waiting for. Okay. And they, you don't step in on the, Hold on, Jared. Let me keep up. <laughs> Trying to step in on my on my on my on my Tiller take. Hold on, man. I'll let you get I'll let you get yours off. <laughs> this is he's very emotionally connected. Yes. yes. Says Tiller. Like I said, Brian <laughs> Tiller, once again, you're a gem, man. You got me through some of my toughest nights. Our toughest <laughs> nights. Trap soul. Anytime I, I, I have to take my ass to work at 9:30 p.m. and work until the next day, and I'm like, oh yeah, I gotta turn on my Tiller, I gotta turn on my grind music to get me through it. Yeah. And let these bitches know. <laughs> Let them know that I'm not to be played with. <laughs> I'm gonna get it by any means. You feel me? October, I think it's yeah, ten fourteen, um, whatever. That song, that is my song. Yeah. Uh, that is my song. Uh, I, I play no, that I just, anytime. Up, I think it's a game. Oh, uh, that's if I if you come in my house and that is on, it's not a game. I'm getting I'm, I'm getting it in. I'm I'm working out. I'm, I'm letting I'm letting these motherfuckers know. <laughs> It's not a game. But anyways, yeah, Trap Soul was a classic. Yeah, it's a classic album. So you go to Anniversary, and you like, you're expecting another classic, and Anniversary is mad underwhelming. Um, it's underwhelming because there's points where you think he could have came up, and I feel like he used that Melden Drake verse, and he used it for the hype, and yeah. he used it to get everybody close, because when you hear those two names together, you're like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Both of the emo kings together. It has come. To, to, yeah. Has I was come. like, oh. I said, I was like, they are not, I said, the, the streets are not ready for this yeah. level of toxicness yeah. Yeah, that right. is about to right. happen, where these two guys come together <laughs> and make a, a, a track. I said, we are not ready. I said, the women are going to fill this caption. Yeah. There was nothing on that caption. Yeah. Not one part of it was caption worthy. I was I was hurt because I was ready. I had my fingers ready to caption some shit. Yeah. Like, she's going to fill this. Yeah. She's going to fill this Drake. She's going to fill this this Drake and Tiller, oh Tiller song. Which and, quote am I going to use? Which quote like, am I going to tear the fucking None of them. Up? <laughs> None of them. Yes, I was like, Drake. And Tiller, no quotables on that song. Very old. I didn't yeah. really think about that. There was zero quotables. There was zero on quotables that on that song. Mm. It was nothing. I was like, Drake was singing out of key. I was like, this is terrible. This the big, is terrible. The long pause between verses. I thought yeah. the song was over. And then Tiller just comes in. Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> terrible. Not even. It was. Arguably supposed to be one of the greatest songs this year. And they hear the name. You know yeah, what they they yeah. did wrong. Like they went more the direction of like the Drake and Chris Brown collab, which yeah. was amazing. They went that direction with the with the no. vibe of it, and they should have went. They should have went more like a, a more some, like a like a Marvin Drake kind tease. of. Don't tease. Let me say this, Tiller. You're my guy. I never met you before, but you're my guy. Don't 
tease a Drake and Bryson Tiller song. And don't bring that And don't again. deliver. Yeah, no. Never do no. that to us again. No. You're going to catch these hands. Yeah. <laughs> don't ever do that again. Don't ever. Don't tease. Don't tease. You have a whole legion of toxic men yeah. waiting uh, for this Drake and Bryson Tiller it's song. It's a toxic anthem. It was. It's it has potential to be. It had, it had the potential. When you just look at it on paper, you're like, what? Yeah. I dropped the presses. That's why I, was, I immediately went straight to that Exactly. Song. Exactly. There's that, you haven't done that in so long. Yeah. Like, just as soon as you like, oh, oh wait, what? <laughs> who, and, who and who? Yeah. Like, the blogs have picked it up. Everybody was talking about it. And yeah. then we come with this mid. It wasn't even mid. It was trash. I'm not even going to say mid. So mid was, was like, I can listen to it in my head. Considering okay. the names involved. I mean, no. if that were me and you making a song, it'd be like, it would have been no, the our, same. No, our collab killed their collab. Yeah, no, most definitely. Our collab. Most and definitely. I'm not even talking from... Uh, from it just artistically, uh, chemistry-wise, and yeah. all that. It, like, it did. It did feel like two people yeah. in two separate points in their lives, as well as locations, yeah. making a song over the same beat. Like, Drake does not have the same problems as you, yeah. Bryson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He does yeah, not have the same problems as you, Bryson. He He's doesn't, the number one artist in the world. He doesn't care about these bitches, Bryson. <laughs> he does not care. You still care. You still have a heart. He does not care. He stopped caring to take care. He stopped, for real. For real. He stopped caring to take care. He went gangster. After take care, he went gangster. He was like, I don't care no more. Shit, I got a mansion, you know. Yeah, we needed to take care of Drake on that on yeah. that on that song. For sure, for sure. This Drake doesn't care. He's a he's a pop star. Yeah. I'm a yeah. I'm a doctor, not a bot <laughs> That's he does not care. Anymore. He doesn't care about any he of that. Care. He knows I'm a tootsie slide and give me that. <laughs> Man. Oh, oh my God. Was, yeah, but that's pretty much that's pretty much my take is that <laughs> that that feature was so disappointing it was. and and it was. the the album was underwhelming it was just it was barely good yeah and that's and I would that's a, it's barely it that's an important good. thing to say it's still a good album yeah always and forever fire to me even though you said it was like slow but like I said <sighs> disclaimer I love the sad song I'm like yes I've been there I know I, I like Tiller sad but he does a thing in his sad songs are his somber sound that still has some kind but of trap soul trap soul was some some of it was sad it was sad but it was angsty like no 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 no, bitch, I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show that. you for leaving. I'm gonna show you for leaving me. I love, like, think about man, even the, the music video. Even the music video too. Right, my wrongs. Yeah. I was like, oh, he's he's tapping into and it again. Yeah. Like, oh, you're gonna miss the best part, bitch. You're gonna miss the. <laughs> I'm going to Paris. <laughs> I'm going to Paris. You're gonna miss the best part. I was like, yes, yes. No, the no. toxic energies are now rising. Like, no. yes, yeah. It's this one didn't. This match one didn't that. do it. He was like, don't yeah. think about how don't now. He was saying, don't. First time I heard that song, I hate don't. My, it was on my. This is very special to me. It was on my Pandora station. The 
Jay Thurston Pandora okay, Station. Okay. I was yeah, at the gym. That came on. I said, who is this that they're saying is aligned with my sound? Uh, As, I thought that yeah. was very special to me. Yeah, and that, yeah, and yeah. it was like that that dark, slow, kind of somber vibe, but it was done perfect. And that dropped. I'm going to tell you why I don't like Dump. I don't like Dump because whenever you're the nigga who's taking the girl for granted... And and he's talking about don't take her for granted because he's gonna take her. Like no, don't don't hey, no no you real. don't. It's real. Though. It's too relatable. You it's know. like I was like ah. You know, there's someone appreciating all those things. That Somebody's you're, appreciating your you're girl like, whenever uh, you're not appreciating her. Girl. And now they have a whole anthem that's gone double yeah. triple platinum, uh, and they can play it every time. <laughs> ah, so that's why I hate don't. <laughs> Someone appreciates her. Oh, and so you just gonna get with a nigga that appreciates you? <laughs> so you, you got this nigga over there appreciating you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm at home waiting for you and he appreciates you? <laughs> Damn. Oh, God. Yeah, that's why I hate doing I'm like, I don't wanna hear this shit. <laughs> Here we go. It's dude. gonna remind me. I don't, don't, don't play this. It's just gonna throw it in my face. <laughs> it's gonna throw it in my face. How I fucked up? Accountability, ladies and gentlemen. No, I don't want to hear that shit. Skip, skip, skip right the to accountability. Skip right to, so skip to to make me feel. What is that? What does he say? Make me feel un, uh, unreplaceable. Skip right back. No, talk oh, about me. Oh, I'm unreplaceable. You're replaceable. Oh no, that's god, hilarious. that's hilarious. But yeah, anyways, it was just underwhelming and. Yeah, I, I like I like Bryson Tiller, so my bias kept me listening to it, but it was, yeah, under, it was same. some of his underwhelming. Same, I would have. If I have it was my, someone random, I would have yeah. stopped listening halfway yeah. in. Like I said, timeless interlude. That is my that is my joint. That I is play yeah. back to yeah, back timeless to back. Timeless is my favorite track off back, the album. To back to back to back to the point where it don't even make no sense. The little app just tells me, boy, boy, stop playing this shit. Yeah, we're not going to let you. Yeah, we're not going to let you play Timeless Interlude ever again. But I, yes. Yeah, yeah that's the best song, clearly, off of that album. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to talk about this before we got off Tory Lanez, but I'm going to go back to him because because um, I feel like Tory Lanez, he probably shot Mega Stallion. Yeah. More than likely, 90% chance. Yeah, it's 90% chance. And so since... Tory Lanez being a, a man of very short stature shoots a woman and commits some domestic violence. Now, all men who are under six feet are now women beaters and murderers. And I'm here to say this. I saw the, that thread. The, the short man complex is a fucking myth. <laughs> it is a fucking myth. And it has to die. It's dying today. He's going to kill it. The, 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 it's dying today on this podcast. You feel oh. me? I told you guys I was here to turn up. We've been gone a couple of weeks. It is dying today. That's it's dying it today. The short man myth is dying today because arguably I've seen tall six foot four niggas in the NBA. Six four niggas who are just working regular jobs, disrespect the hell out of women, yeah. and have been toxic as hell. And this is why I'm turning the myth on his head. Because arguably in society, taller men are the most desirable. Desirable, is that right? Isn't that's, that the one? That's the that's that's, that's a, the trope. That's the the myth as well. That they say, oh yeah, taller men are the most sought after or whatever. So women go after them. Mm-hmm. So if I'm the guy who gets all the women, and I'm tall. You know, I can walk around with my tall ass legs and whatever, <laughs> and I can. So and women are coming to me. I'm not gonna respect them. I'm gonna be like, hey, y'all, 
you um you coming to me. I don't need to I can just get it. I can replace you. <laughs> toxic. Toxic straight up. Taller men are to more toxic than shorter men. Oh, Point blank period. You get with a short man, he's gonna love you. Straight up. <laughs> He's gonna love. He's gonna love you. He is gonna love. He's gonna love the hell out you. Tory Lanez loved Megan Stallion. He loved Megan. Oh St he loved Megan Stallion. Now, I'm not using that as an example, but I'm saying that that myth is a lie. That they're trying to say that shorter men are unstable. Blah blah blah. We're unconfident. That is a fucking lie. If anything, my confidence is through the fucking roof. It's probably my biggest problem, my ego. It's probably my biggest problem is that I know I, I know I look good. That's the problem. That's my biggest problem. Oh, wow. So all I got to say is, bro, that is a fucking myth. It needs to die in 2020. Let's stop the lies. Ladies, get you a man that's five something and below that can love on your ass and stop trying to get with Amari Stoudemire <laughs> and fucking all these tall ass niggas that do not care about you. They do not, they don't care about you because they, they don't care. You go through his phone, he's fucking 10 oh. other, other niggas. <laughs> I will say they sleep with the phone turned down. That is a tall man's move. <laughs> That's a tall man's move. And he's not, look, okay, look, this is my last joke and I'm gonna get out of here. See, the reason why you need to get with a short man. See, a short man will look you dead in your eyes. See, the, the tall man is looking over you and he's looking at the next bitch. That's the problem. It's the problem. Get with the man that's the same height as you. You can see eye to eye. You can see the truth. You can see the truth in his eyes. You feel me? You can see the truth and the love in his eyes and his heart. You feel me? I, I'll say this. I don't. <laughs> I'll say over you looking at the next <laughs> I'll say this. I can see I've seen it both ways. Um and I have seen I do know shorter men and myself. I'm not tall, if yeah. you haven't noticed. Matter of fact, let's get rid of short. Average height, you feel me? Average height. You feel me? I am uh, average height. I don't even Just think because I your nigga is a brontosaurus. <laughs> A freak of nature, you feel me? I was averagely. I didn't. I didn't break. I didn't break my mama coming out. You feel me? My mama had me naturally. She had. She had a. There's a lot a of tall section. Hatred. Yeah, you had a had a D section. A D section. <laughs> there ain't no tall hatred. That's the thing about it is that. That's it, tall it's, really, it's a little tall. No, no, no. Because the cold part about it is like, and I'm being serious now. Like even growing up, like. Yeah. Charlamagne God said this. Like I never knew I was short. Like I did all the same things a yeah. tall dude did. Yeah. Like even in high school, ninth grade, I could dunk. Yeah. So I'm like, look, I can do anything a tall dude could do. And then it got to when we were older, when chicks would literally be like, oh, I don't know about him. He's, you know, yeah. I, I can't have it a, under six foot. He's a friend. And I'm like, damn, what happened? Like I, I look, yeah, you know, I was like, yeah, I was wondering. I'm that like, one. That's, that's hurtful, man. <laughs> Man, that's why I said these these chicks was ruthless when you got older. I'm like, damn, what? and they made it seem like okay, big leagues. Yeah, when you got older, big, it's yeah, the big leagues. It made it seem like oh, since you're short, you're less masculine. Uh, you're short, you're um, you're um, you know, you're less confident. I'm like, nah. Sometimes niggas just don't trust you, and you're not trustworthy. You feel me? Like, yeah. I I'll say this. I, I like I have seen those short men. Tropes, though. I have yeah. seen that exist. And here I've seen people be extremely self-conscious. Um, and even in instances not shoot their shots with people that they're, they're yeah. clearly into because of the height differential as a man being a shorter guy. I'm going to cut you off. Because no, it's crazy is that taller women like me. I don't understand it. At it's first, I was very like, common. Yeah, it, it, it'll be taller women 
who like and I'm not even talking about like oh a couple inches like I'm five I'm five nine so I'm yeah. really not that short. No, yeah. Yeah. And I'm talking about a chick be like six two, six yeah. four, and like be like, oh what's up with you? I'm like, hold on. I am just taking it back like like what? like you know if you wear heels, you probably can dunk me. But no, like <laughs> like I've seen taller women get at me like yeah. So I don't understand it. That's what I really don't understand. It's, I like it's a lie, and I'm here to tell. I'm here to put it to rest, it's bro. It's standards a, of beauty. It's no yeah. different than um, the like lighter skin being a, a higher standard of beauty, or a, and the people that have these kinds of tropes, um, they generally I like when you were making a joke about tall dudes being like more prone to being toxic. You know the the truth is. Statistically, people that have like one or more of the highly regarded standards of beauty, they will be very often less less on the inside. Like their character will be affected by that because I'm a girl. We grow up. We make these people. We put them on pedestals. Yeah. We 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 feel every gap that they're missing. We don't expect them. That's why pretty people tend to be very often not the most intelligent very often i'm not there's yeah. always exception yeah but very often not the most intelligent like people that are instantly like at a young age regarded as very attractive because we want them to be like this amazing thing we make them right we make them we make the things that they do cool we make them funny they're not yeah. generally like most of the time very funny or very yeah because we like we're at we're to blame for this other people so uh partially to blame um so like i i do think that that's i think that's just the idea of uh what's that fire alarm fire alarm yeah. some shit this podcast so fire yeah right like, nah, kind of whip somebody, up it's probably somebody cooking yeah but um fingers crossed <clears throat> eliminate tropes of like like ridiculous tropes of the, the standards of beauty like eliminate the 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 lighter skin is prettier yeah. the taller or the shorter women are more attractive the taller men are more attractive like eliminate all those false standards of beauty because they are blinding they will have you putting a person not worthy of a pedestal on a huge yeah exactly so it just eliminate that find what really attracts you and not and stop worrying about being cute in pictures and being praised by the public worry about the, the traits in a person in their individual self that actually attract you as an individual and nicks all the other shit because it's stupid. The thing that bothers me because I'll hear this stuff um, echoed by women. I'll hear it echoed by women. And I said, okay, well, if you believe that trope, then will you believe that they said this about you as a woman? Like they'll say, there was a time where they said darker skinned women were were masculine. Yeah. You feel it's, me? And it's not still, feminine. It's still insinuated. Yeah, it's still insinuated. Yeah. It says, so if you believe that, okay, all short men are this, then what if I as a man would like, oh well, I'm not gonna get with dark skinned women because they're masculine. Exactly. So yeah, it's just it's, it's fuck the tropes. Yeah, exactly. No that and this means speaking serious again. It's like we have to, we really do, like Jerry said, we really do have to get rid of those things because it will have us putting certain people on the pedestal and having us praising and dealing with people that we shouldn't be dealing with because mm -hmm. we haven't looked within their, their soul and their mindset. Exactly. You already put them as a, in a bracket because of something exterior 
like on the external of their being, like you've already made them more aggressive because they're a dark skinned, you know, black female. You've made them prettier because they're mm -hmm. light skinned yeah. or you've, you know, like, like kill all that. And we, there's so many ways we could make a whole fucking series of podcasts just for on real. that topic, but for just real. to touch on it really quick, like, yeah, eliminate it. Judge people from what's inside. Like, start looking on the internals. Think about or, or what people think about how their mental works, how people are spiritually, energy-wise. Make that your priority in judging a person. Their integrity, their uh, their accountability, like the things that matter. Stop worrying yeah. about this other shit. So because all that other shit, it does ha it has zero to do with your own bedroom, your own household. When you're alone with that person. How pretty they look in pictures, how much, oh, how tall, dark, and handsome, or how short, petite, or slim, thick, and, and yeah. light skinned they are. That shit don't matter when you're in that house by yourself with them and you have to deal with the, uh, the real things that matter about that person. Yeah. yeah, all that other shit doesn't matter. All the people's praises, oh, he's so fine, oh, she's so pretty, you're lucky to have her. None of that matters when you have to deal with the actual person. So wise exactly. up, look at what matters. And then speaking uh, speaking on a, a, another topic of, of black people not being able to get on the same page, <laughs> the presidential election. Ooh. Okay, so um, I echoed these sentiments earlier, and um, and we're gonna talk about voting. You know, it's it's in our it's been all in our face. You feel me? There's like you log onto your social media, and there's this thing at the top of your social media saying register to vote. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna be responsible with my platform. Yes, please, black people, go register to vote. Yeah, vote. One hundred percent. Go register to vote. If you can or if you want to, go vote. Yeah. So I'm gonna say that. Yeah. Now, like I said, now I'm gonna give you my personal uh, my personal opinion. Even though I'm gonna go vote, I don't feel like it is my duty to shame. Every black person who says they don't want exactly. to vote. Because I can understand the sentiment. I get that sentiment, too. I am a voter. Yeah. I will vote, but I'm not going to look at you like you're a less than a person. You're not because a you're not. Yeah, it's like, how dare you not you're, participate in the... You can't... You have you're no, a Nazi. Yeah, like if you don't, you don't believe in vote, democracy. Because I also get why you would look at what votes are and say that this... It's, Especially black people. Yeah, like one hundred percent. Especially black people. So black people, that. we gotta stop because if we're if 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 they if somebody throws a community event that says, "Hey, we're giving out backpacks to two hundred less fortunate kids. All we need is two dollars." Your ass ain't pressuring everybody to buy, to, to give two dollars yeah. for for um for donations. Yeah, yeah. So uh, don't pressure people to vote. Or in the presidential election, or shame educate. them for voting. You can voting. educate. Now, I've always believed in education. Yeah. You feel me? Put out stuff about the props. Yeah. Say, hey, read this about this props. This might affect you. Yeah. Read this about stuff. Because I'm gonna keep it 100 clear. I'm more so looking at the props than I'm looking at the presidential That's election. That's what matters. People I'm still looking. haven't figured out. The what's attached in the legislation—that's what actually matters. These people—they're just figureheads for imaginary party systems that literally yes. align with the same interests. Don't get me started on what politics are, because yeah, another series of podcasts yeah. can be made on that. But I just want to speak to black people—the people who look like me, <laughs> my, my melanated kings and queens. 
please. Cause this really, this really happened to me whenever I was at, at work and I was like talking to a couple of the, my coworkers and I, and you know, we're not supposed to talk about politics, but I work with black people. It feels like a family. <laughs> I said, you know what? After watching the cookout, after watching the presidential election, I'm kind of unsure on who I want to vote. I mean, not unsure. I'm kind of I'm unsure about voting because obviously yeah. I'm not voting for Donald Trump. Yeah, off top, that yeah, that that's the if we're having that debate. Yeah, then, I, yeah, uh, I'm not that type of black person. Uh, <laughs> I'm not that type. Of, as you can see, my shape up is is perfectly fine. <laughs> I know how to walk. Oh, <laughs> I still. I know how to play basketball. I listen to rap music. And he came here from with the messed up, the edges of the law. Oh, yes. Messed up Best believe that's Trump a Trump 2020. supporter. That's a Trump supporter. You can tell, you can tell black Trump supporter about the edge up, y'all. Straight up. I'm letting you know. That is fact. There's no Trump about it. You can look at my eye. That's a Trump supporter. 100%. But anyways... Yeah, we're not having that debate. It, it, I was saying I was unsure after the first presidential election with Joe Biden and Donald Trump that I was unsure about this because I didn't feel like Joe Biden came out and represented strongly for what was going on. He's and I'm gonna be clear. I still think he's a bumbling idiot. Is. So is Donald Trump. He's a bumbling idiot. But he's too. a bigger. Bigot, bigoted, bigoted, bigoted. Of course, like, I'm not gonna vote for the person that likes black people. Yeah, that doesn't, that like, doesn't black, like black people. people. Like, yeah, that's of this is that's, automatically yeah, you're not getting that's my wrong. Vote. Like, I, first thing, like I told my coworkers, yeah, I'm wild. I said I'm black first, so of course I'm gonna vote my interest. Yeah, exactly. So if there's a man talking about stand by, stand by, I'm not voting for you. What is the vote? explanation for that? Oh no, nah, he already knows the explanation for that. That's nonsense. So yeah, so that's 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 law right there. You don't even have to worry about that. Brian Brian Derensburg, I'm using my government name, is not a Trump supporter. <laughs> and if you look at my identity, put some extra points on my credit score. If you're gonna, if you're gonna <laughs> dabble in my shit. <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah. But after watching the first presidential election, uh, I echoed the sentiments of a lot of black people that they did not feel confident with Joe Biden. They were like, "Damn, is this the best we got? Is yeah. this is this our champion? Yeah, is this our champion? If this is, is this our champion, if like this is our champion that we raised amongst all of the, yeah. the warriors, you feel me? That just says a lot about um, amongst Uncle Bernie who marched with us. Don't even get me started. Exactly, who marched who marched with us, uh, who marched for our freedom, who marched with, for 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 us to have civil rights. We told Joe Joe Biden, Biggity Biden, big lock him up Biden. <laughs> Joe lock him, Joe Biggity Biden. <laughs> Over, 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 over Bernie Sanders, over all of these qualified oh. candidates, then yes, I was very, I'm very unsure. I'm not gonna, I, I'm, I'm still unsure. Yeah. But Lord have mercy. Thank God for an Oakland queen. Oh yeah, oh, Oakland yeah. Queen came Something through. To root for whether whether she's Jamaican, whether she's black, <laughs> whether she's Indian, she can form two sentences together. Yeah. That's all we need. Uh, That's how low the bar has been set. Gave you something to root for. Yes, she uh, came back. She 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 was the closer. She oh, came yeah. back. She was LeBron in the fourth quarter. Well, no, not LeBron in the fourth quarter. She was Anthony uh, Davis in the fourth quarter. Yeah. They just took an L last yeah. night. Yeah. Uh, 
He was Anthony Davis in the. She was she was anybody clutching the fourth quarter. She was currying the fucking fourth yeah, quarter. Yeah, no, she yes, we'll keep it thing. She owned that debate. Thank sure. God. And for even sure. the, even nature came in 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 a fly landing on that man's head. Yeah, and mind you, he he actually he clearly had a game plan, and he far outperformed his actual yes. presidential campaign. He yes. stuck to his game yes. plan for sure. But the clear star of the was. Kamala, and then in second would be the fly, <laughs> and then third would be Pence. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, it's definitely, definitely was a way better debate. Clear, yeah. concise. You, like you, I you should follow it. You walked away with something. Yes. Where the other one was literally a circus. Yes, definitely. And the thing about it was, uh, like I said, black people not being able to get on the same page, once again, and it's it's an ongoing thing. Um. Oh, y'all are too happy that Kamala Harris, y'all, y'all, y'all are, um, cause you know, black people, we love our memes. You know, they yeah. did the meme of Kamala doing the Felicia Rashad kind of looking at yeah. him like, yeah, yeah. like if you don't shut your ass yeah. up, yeah, like, yeah. and so black people are like, oh, y'all are too happy with a head turn. You know, our super militant, uh, our super woke black people, yeah, they're like, ah, oh, y'all too happy. She still used to lock us up, but look here, buddy, <laughs> so, to my melanated kings and queens. <laughs> super woke, melanated, super saiyan, super woke, melanated kings and queens on, on, on the super woke side. This is all we got. This is it. This is all <laughs> this we is got. We're going to make this work. This is work. like Star Say, Wars and we have that one little X-wing. <laughs> and he has to go through that little hole and he got to shoot, shoot the, the torpedo is to is, blow up the big ass. This is Friday. This ain't enough. This Make is, it enough. <laughs> Amen. It's all we got. <laughs> this is the bright we Lord have mercy, God forgive me. But I've never found myself praying that somebody <laughs> might have a heart attack so we might <laughs> finally have a black woman president oh, God. who can be talked to. Yeah. See, that's the thing about it I look to is that we talk to the president, he does his press conferences. And they say, how do you feel about Breonna Taylor, blah, 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 and all this stuff. They act as if the issue does not exist. Yeah, yeah exactly. They, they, they act as if the issue does not exist. Yeah. Uh, and so, at least, at the very least, Kamala Harris is the vice president. She's, she's rooted. She's from Oakland. You feel me? She showed her humanity. Yeah. She's gone on the breakfast club. She didn't sound like a bumbling idiot yeah. on the breakfast club. Yeah. Yes, she does have her faux pas. She does say stupid, some stupid stuff like Tupac is the greatest a her, living rapper, rap, greatest yeah, living rapper, like, or, or her living in rap. our hearts. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but not alive. <laughs> not actually alive. Unless you know something unless, we don't. Yeah, unless you can give me the Cuba address. Unless you know something we don't. Know. <laughs> She's on these boards. She might know. <laughs> she might. She might. What if what if Kamala Harris what, comes down in twenty twenty? No, what if she gets elected in twenty twenty? She like brings Tupac out, yeah, and yeah. Tupac's out. And he has Department a Department of Treasury. Oh, <laughs> my nigga! <laughs> I said this, my nigga Kamala. <laughs> Kamala brought you out. That's yourself. it. You would your you you would get elected president. You back would to back be back to back, and whoever you endorse, if you did yeah. that, the whole the whole black back to back for the niggas that didn't get the message. Yeah, <laughs> right. For real, she brought out Pac. That's uh, yeah. Maybe she, she brought was, a, maybe she, she brought a side. But what if she brought hand. a side? What if she brought a side of home? <laughs> <laughs> Would niggas still be talking? She brought. She's like, oh, 
about that Tupac comment. Here's a side of Shakur. <laughs> Drops mic. Bow. Oh God. I you know it's funny to get back on to what we were saying. Um, I actually I was saying this not too long ago about divide and conquer about yeah. how I like. It is common knowledge. This is something that we all know as a a war tactic. Yeah. And we are at war constantly, whether yep. it be political, whether it be, you know, war doesn't just look like a battlefield with people with guns. Like, yeah. War is way more complex than that. We know what divide and conquer is. The beauty of divide and conquer, though, is that it literally hides out in the open. It, yeah. You don't have to hide that you're using the tactic. The minute you incept it, the minute you tell two p two two parties that they are separate, mm -hmm. you just have to incept that idea. Now people want to support a Democrat versus Republican because they've been convinced that they stand for different things. things yeah. That me and you as a person are different. We have different interests. We are in different tax brackets. We are like we're mm -hmm. different people, and who we support says something about our character. Yep. That that is so powerful. Now you're fighting for a team blanket whatever good or bad they do, you're just fighting for a team yep. of color. It likens to what gangs are. It this exactly. is how gangs that's why are would, prevalent. That's exactly why I said it. I said and I'll, I echo, echo it every time. I say I'm not a democratic Democrat or a Republican. And I don't think any black person should be a Democrat or, or a Republican. Republican. You should vote for your interests. Exactly. Because in different states, there might be a Republican who does something for the housing market and says, hey, you know what? I, I think they might form this initiative for the housing market that says, hey, we should do this, that, and third. And, and it puts black people in houses and lowers your rent. Are you not going to vote for that because you're a Democrat? You're, thank you. Exactly. You're stupid. If That's you, ridiculous. If, if, you, if you don't, because, oh, he's a Republican. I'm not. Exactly. If you say that, then you are an idiot. That's a, that is the point but, blank period. But you're, it's you're on the idiot team. It's That's genius. The, the, if you were, uh, if you were running Coca-Cola, you would not get rid of Pepsi as a competitor. You uh -huh. need that. It divisiveness. It funds the ultimate initiative. And yeah, it's the convincing you that there are two separate paths to the mm -hmm. right. We are all, we all want pretty much the same things. Mm -hmm. I mean, with some outliers, obviously, the, but for the most part, we all want pretty much the same things. And the whole party system, it distracts us from what the actual body of what's being delivered is because you're so stuck on blue and red. Yep. That's what it really, Bloods and Crips shoot at each other and don't even know why at the root of it. Exactly. And, at the, and, and that seems so crazy. That seems, how could you be a part of this army and not even know why? And then you take, take a look in the mirror. All of us are, for the most part, we are being directed by that incepted idea that there are these divisional lines that we have <laughs> to abide by. So it's something that happened way long ago. Just like they say, they'll say, "Oh, the Democrats were racist back in the day, yeah. and the Republicans were the ones that, that gave us our freedom as black people." So we should be Republicans. No, I've, I've heard black people say this. Sorry, y'all. Yeah. No, I. Now, I've heard that. Side, 
All of them were racist. Exactly. Yeah. All that was, was not that racism was all, the norm. Exactly. They were in Parliament like, oh, oh how, how are your slaves doing? <laughs> yeah, all right. That was okay. It. Now let's debate this topic about white people. <laughs> You're right. Like, we, still, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter until somebody felt it, it was in their interest. Yeah, it's a business black decision. Yeah, yeah, that was you, a business. It decision. was never like, oh, you know, with our moral it's God, moral. God yeah. shined down upon me, and I woke up this morning and I said, we no. should free all the black people. No, no. it was a more, it was a money decision, yeah. not a moral decision. It is and always I think that, money. I think that we they really. I know for my kids, I'm gonna teach them, and you know, I'm gonna teach them like, hey. Anything that happens in this country, money followed behind it. It wasn't yeah. anything morally. And anything that morally happened, it was because we had to get up and we had to fight for it and burn shit down for exactly. it. So don't ever think for a second that that they're doing something out of the good of out their of heart. Morals, yeah. Yeah, it's out of, never that. At that tier of decision making, it is never that, which is why it's important to control what the perception of religion is, but we're not gonna get oh, on see. that. We, we don't, don't have enough spicy. Time. We don't, we don't have, have enough footage yet. to record <laughs> that conversation. So <clears throat> not enough time. Um, this was a question that came up. I don't know if we even want to touch on this because it can get touchy too. Because I don't want to be super divisive. Whoa! But, what yeah, is this? I'm, yeah. This guy. This is kind of. This kind of big. Yeah. If I'm saying this, I want to tread lightly because I have. This is I have C4. some people. I have some brown people in my life that I, I, I love too. I look out. I got some homies that are. And it says it was a question that came up on Drink Champs, um, and it was: Are Latinos guests in hip hop? No. Okay. No. Like, and this this goes beyond like. Latin culture is in itself very musical, yeah. just like African culture, off top. No, but even beyond that, how many legendary, like, big pun, a guest in yeah. hip-hop? No, he's a goat in hip-hop. Mm -hmm. um, like, there, it's just, no, Lord, no. I, I don't think... I don't think that any specific demographic is a guest. Is a guest. I do think that there are people that uh, that benefit. They they use they they're vultures. There mm -hmm. are vultures that like Machine Gun Kelly. I'll name that as a prime example. Yeah. Someone who came in with a whole gutter hip hop image. Oh. Rode that to a certain level of fame, and then once he got to that point, it's like, okay, now I'm a little buzzing. I can now trans translate my whole fan base into this wider received market, mm -hmm. and that's a vulture. Like Post Malone. Like, and I, and I love Post. Yep, I love Post. He Malone. makes dope ass music, but culturally, he had he has shown himself to be somewhat of a vulture. Yeah. Um, uh, what's his name? Um, Takashi is a super prime example. Like you're, you're all this for the culture until you know. So there certain, can be vultures no matter what no matter race. What, yeah, yeah no matter what race or demographic. Okay. But as a whole, Latin culture and because the question came from hip hop being like a, I don't say subsidiary of black culture, and they're saying that some people in their own culture. You know, you wouldn't be saying nigga or you wouldn't be, you know, you wouldn't be indulging these certain things. Yeah. So it kind of feels like, okay, well, you're, you're, you're a guest here. And I'm not saying this is not my word. Yeah, this yeah, did yeah. not kill me. Yeah. I was just talking about, I'm talking That's about the conversation, common. conversation. 
And it it kind of blends the lines and say, okay, well, who is a guest and who isn't? You yeah. feel me? And I mean, we can say that there are people that are guests in black culture. Uh, yeah, definitely. 100%. Definitely. But hip-hop, no, as the art form. No. No. And that's, and that's where I'll leave it. Because this is touchy. Hey, I'm not it touching is touchy. It, it is touchy. I'm not it's it's a gray area. I think sometimes in life we do, we 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 get afraid of gray areas. We like to have blanket rules, black and white. Is it yeah. this or is it that? But you know what? Don't yeah. be afraid of gray areas. We can approach yeah. every individual. Bring up a name. Individual we'll discuss case. it. Individual yeah. case by yeah. case basis. There's the, some will be yay, some will be, some will be nay. Yeah, yeah, because I would never say Noriega is a guest in hip hop. Like that would be yeah, blasphemy. Like, yeah, right. So never. I mean, but I'm sure there are there are yeah. Latin there are Latin artists that are you know our yeah. cultures. I'm sure yeah. that like I'm, but on the flip side, yeah, like that's come on. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. We're going to end it on that. Woo, we got out of that one. That was, yeah, that was, that was a tricky one. That yeah. could have been. Hell yeah. We could have started something. Anyways. <laughs> no, but no, much love to all my, because uh, I I personally, 100%, I not, there's not me pandering or nothing. I love Latin, um, I love Latin rap music. Me too. I love me too. Uh, Latin, Latin trap. I have Man, a lot shout, of shout out my, friends. Shout out my boy, Young and Flow. You feel me? I love I love what he's doing. Shout out the uh, Four AM Collective. Those are those are a group of Latin cats that are um that are they they kind of got a they kind of got a trap trap soul Latin yeah. feel to yeah. them too. And they from the Bay. Yeah, I love listening to their music. I don't understand a word y'all are saying, but I be vibing the fuck. I be vibing. Yeah, I be right. vibing. I mean, there's money gonna see through. I be vibing. But um, yeah, I I fuck with y'all, and um, I just really have to pose that question because. We, we're a dangerous podcast, you feel me? So we touch on everything. Gotta touch on, I mean, we, we can't touch shy on everything. away from yeah, it. Yeah, we can't shy away from yeah. it, especially uh, two black guys, you feel yeah. me? Yeah. We have to talk about it, and uh, we want to be all, we want to include everybody, yeah. you know? That's one thing I, I, I like to do, it's like, I want to include everybody, but yeah, there's definitely, like you said, there's definitely vultures. Yeah. There's definitely vultures of, of every race and creed and color yeah. in this thing. Yeah. So. 100%. Um... I guess uh, we'll close on that. Yeah, I, we can wrap it up. Before we go, I just want to put something out there into the world to everyone that's watching. Um, individually, we're all individuals that deal with uh, the positive energy and negative energy being pushed and pulled in and out of our lives. Look, one thing that I think that we can all do better in is identifying, discerning negative energy, identifying it, and not engaging you. Mm. Like push negativity out of your life. Do not, the whole point of it is for you to engage because then you're putting your negative, your energy towards negativity. It's drawing you back. And that comes in the uh, form of your own insecurities um, or that comes in, a, in the form of people that don't want to see you prosper. Like they're yeah. gonna, like that negativity is, it's being put out there in order to take you off of your path. Mm. Stay on your path, don't engage it. Keep forward with what you're doing, even when it feels like you're only treading water, even when it feels like you're drowning and barely moving forward. Just keep pushing. Do not look back to engage the negative because it's it's a lost cause. There is no swaying someone who doesn't want to see you prosper. There is no change in their mind. Your insecurities, 
address them with positivity. Don't give in to them. So don't engage negativity. That's, that's yep. my life Good. lesson that I wanted to put on any viewers that we have. Now I got to end it with something pretty <laughs> Now I gotta end it with some program. Look what you did. Um, um, I, I think I've been seeing a, like a rash of like suicides yes. uh, amongst Black people, yes. and I mean, though I don't know some of these people personally, it's like they've been like friends of friends or whatever, or acquaintances of acquaintances, and I don't know their story and no doing nothing. But I'm just saying, if you are in that dark space and you feel like you know you might be thinking that you might want to end it all, please, please talk to somebody. And for my people um, who may know somebody like that, make yourself available. We got to start making ourselves available and giving ourselves time and, and to giving out, giving our time to listen to these things because everybody's life is worth something. You feel me? Everybody's life is worth being here, exactly. you know, no matter what you're going through. So let's just make it a better place. Pretty much. Yeah. I know I talk the most shit and I, I, I make jokes, but. At the end of the day, if anybody comes to me and they want to talk to me about anything, I'm always all 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 ears. Right. I'm always all ears. Right. So uh, yeah, that's that's my profound words at the end of this um, podcast. <laughs> Once again, we are the Humble Loser Podcast, episode five in the books, y'all. Man, stay safe, stay blessed. Uh, until next time, y'all. Peace. Peace.